love like being able to like help someone through their journey. Welcome to the Passion Behind the Art Show. It's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion. It's your host, Daryl Pinnock. Well, I am excited to have Young Hay from Logos and Calligraphy, Logos Calligraphy, um, an awesome calligrapher, letterer, just, she's just great, and I'm excited to have her on the Passion Beyond the Art Show. Welcome, Young Hay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, so let's get it started. How did Young Hay's design adventure start? I guess like design and calligraphy is kind of combined into like the same story but um, so I took a calligraphy class in college um, and this was like more than 10 years ago so um, so that was my first exposure to calligraphy um, just learning italics back then and then it wasn't until 2014 um, our family was living in Florida at that time temporarily and um, we were kind of going through like a difficult season with kids and I have a two boys so one is seven right now one is three and um, my youngest one he had a lot of like skin issues allergies oh. like just a lot of like stuff going on there and just work and just I don't know, it was just like this, like a storm, <laughs> like everything was just kind of like kind of all over the place and um, so I remember like just being home trying to like survive and raising the kids and being just mentally wiped and drained. Um, I, I, I looked around my home and it was just so depressing. It was dark, there was nothing on the walls because it was like a temporary home and then I was thinking, you know, I needed to like see more words you know I needed to see like some hope encouragement I wanted to be like visually reminded of like perseverance through this let's you know let's let's gain some hope again so I google searched like calligraphy classes in Orlando and then um, an ad popped up for a local art store mm. that was seeing this whole like weekend workshop to learn copper plate which is primarily what I do right now and so, um, so it was like in a couple of weeks. So I asked my husband, like, can you watch the kids? I need to go take this calligraphy class. And, um, I mean, he was just really like, I don't know what, um, uh, what made him want to say yes, but he was like, yes, go like do your thing. And he pretty much like managed the home. And ever since I learned the class, um, I just couldn't stop like writing or wanting to learn more and just really loving the whole like realm of art and calligraphy. So were you doing design in general before you kind of niched down to calligraphy or? No, I wasn't. I was just like, I was in a completely different field. Um, I mean, I worked in advertising for a little bit, mm -hmm. just right out of college, only for like two years. And then I was doing some uh, nonprofit, like working for like a campus organization. So did a lot of like, seminar speaking, small okay. group meeting with like a small group of college kids. So um, I was not like in like the world of design, like handwriting or calligraphy at all. Yeah. So, all right. So you've taken this class, um, you're learning calligraphy. Like how did it get to this? <laughs> Which is this empire that you've created. I mean, you got a workshop going on. I mean, how did it get to this? Like, what was the 
the steps to even get to where you are right now? Well, when I look back, I've been active on Instagram for, I guess, like two years is when I've really just focused on having a separate account for like my whole like journey into calligraphy. But I don't think like my whole like account or whatever, my journey, it didn't just like boom. It was more of, I see it as more of like a gradual, like step by step. Every time opportunities come up, I would gauge if it aligns with my heart and I would take it. I just, I feel Mm. like it's it's just like a step-by-step journey for me. Um, there wasn't anything crazy that happened. I wasn't like blasted on, um, I don't know, like TV or anything that gave me <laughs> popularity. It was just, it was just, um, I partook in a lot of like lettering challenges. You know, I just kept sharing my work. Um, I was very consistent. So I feel like my followers, they know that I put out my stuff. You know, some like it, some may not. You know, for me, it's more of like my own outlet. So um, it's been very gradual, but I'm really thankful. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So I noticed you started your um, course. You have a course now. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Talk about that course a little. How did it? How did you get it started? How did you even think of? Okay, I wanted to do a course. What made you want to do a course? Okay, so. After I started, like, um, you know, continuing to learn calligraphy, I think it was 2015 when somebody was like, oh, you should, like, host a class for people who want to learn from you. And I was like, who would want to learn from me? (laughs) I was like, who's going to come out to my class? And then, um, but, you know, I really do enjoy, like, teaching. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just was like, okay, I could do this. I'll put together some, like, you know, material and just ask if people want to learn. And so that first year, I've had a lot of, like, my classes were sold out. And I really started to enjoy um, taking what I've, connections I've made on Instagram and having, like, a personal one-on-one connection. So that's how my whole in-person workshop started. And then after doing, like, a year or a year and a half of that, um, I realized that a lot of my audience on Instagram were from like Hong Kong or London or just all over the world. And I feel like that's the beauty of the internet is that you can connect with people without having to leave your home. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so people who were telling me like, oh, they don't have anyone to learn from. They don't know what to get. They need, have so many questions and I couldn't sit down and like answer a hundred emails, um, and so I was like, you know, I can probably like put together um, an online course where, you know, it's affordable and people can just log in, have access to it anytime and um, be able to connect with them through that. And so I launched my first hosting my own online class um, last like a month ago, two months ago in October. And so about 400 plus students signed up and um, it was amazing because I was able to provide still like a personal connection through live videos. I did kind of this where I did like video chatting, um, people would ask me questions and um, it was really cool. So I'm hoping to do more courses in the future. That is amazing. That is amazing. And I like the fact that you actually did the workshops for like almost a year and a half. So you kind of any kind of little things you had to work out, you had the time to work it out in just doing live workshops, which is awesome. Yeah. So how, who would you say you surrounded yourself? Who would you say your support system through this, you know what I mean, this this journey? Who would you say your support system was? Uh, well, my main, main man is my husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, he really, like, our schedule is kind of crazy because I, I homeschool my kids, but then I'm also working part-time through my calligraphy business. My husband's a part-time t- uh, student, and he has a part-time job. So we're just, like, juggling, like, four different, like, jobs right now. And so, um, you know, we do a lot of handoff with the kids and um, try to make it work. But every time I need the space and time, my husband is always more than willing to, whether providing critique or saying, oh, that's great. This is an awesome idea. Or, you know, being like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, I always run by every idea with him. And um, whenever I'm feeling like this whole cloud of, like, um, discouragement or insecurities or fears, like, he really helps you maneuver through Maybe it's because he's a guy. Like, he just, <laughs> like, he's just like, why are you even thinking about that? Or he'll just say, don't worry about that. Like, you know, everything seems so clear to him. Whereas for me, I'm just, like, analyzing, like, all these, like, questions. Um, so he's kind of, like, my partner in this. Um, it's only, like, me running it. And then I I do hire some part-time help if I need to when things get really busy. Awesome. Um, in terms of, like, ideas or products or designing, I'm mainly the person that does most of that. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what was the hardest part through this? Because I know it wasn't, it may have been all, all easy, but just in case, like what was the hardest part in this? What you had to struggle with the most? I mean, there's so much. Um, I'm trying to think. The biggest one, I think for me, when I first started off was like uh, being a lefty. Um, oh. And so just to learn this, calligraphy properly I really wanted to learn from a left-handed teacher just because I had so many questions about the basics you know I feel like for a whole like half a year I was struggling with just knowing how to hold a pen or how to work my paper so that my hand wasn't smudging the paper just things that like right-handed people won't struggle with I feel like technicalities um, as a lefty was like a huge struggle for me in the beginning Um, so I would order books like randomly on on um, Amazon like left-handed calligraphy Um, there wasn't much out there so a lot of it had to do with me being able to just um, work it out and experiment and try things and um, reach out to people if if, you know if I had questions but um, through the past three years I've been doing this I feel like I finally hit like a, a sweet spot for me to know how to like grip and write in a way that I want to and how to properly execute like the letters and stuff. Okay, cool. So is that something you're planning to, like, maybe teach? Uh, well, that is something I cover in my course. It's oh, like cool. I like tell people that, you know, I am a left-handed calligrapher, so, you know, if there are lefties out there, because I get questions a lot about lefties being like, oh, but then can lefties do this, you know? Um, do I have a chance? <laughs> then I'm always... <laughs> Maybe they see me as, like, the go-to person now for lefties. Um, so I always make sure to, like, encourage them and um, provide my experience and how I'm able to write the way I do. I mean, it might not work for everyone because even lefties, there's, like, a hook writer, underhand writer. There's just, like, so many types of lefties, too. So my experience may not perfectly align with another person's, but um, still, I really just want to share, like, my story. I want to share just whatever I can to help uh, people. Wow. Wow. I didn't even, like, I mean, I knew it was different for lefties, but I didn't even know that there was so much different variances, like, so much different degrees and 
Because, you know, when you're right-handed, it's just like almost everything is built for a right-handed person. You know what right. I mean? So, man, more power to you. So when you're not calligraphying, what are you doing? When you're not creating this um, logos and calligraphy, what are you doing? What is, what, what's the next thing that you're doing, like, outside of creating for your page? You mean so aside from running my business? Right. Okay, so take out photos, take out my business. I'm a mom. <laughs> so I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning. I don't know, I'm like chasing after the flights. I'm um, doing the laundry, you know. Um, I like cooking actually. So, you know, I try to like cook, you know, at home when I can. Um, I like working out. I actually was certified to be a PIO instructor, so um, I didn't really go anywhere with that. But um, <laughs> I value like health and just being active because I feel like calligraphers, they're just so hunched over their desk and they're like in the zone and my posture, my whole like, I don't know, I just, I feel like I just sit and eat snacks like all day. Cause I'm <laughs> so I need to just get out. Like there are some days when I'm like, I've had enough of like just writing. I just need to like see the sun. And so I just go out, run errands. I go to the gym and then, um, yeah, just like, I like just be a uh, hiking. Uh, I guess it's not something I do every day, but, um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> so like, how can you, cause I, I go outside too and I feel like, as a designer, for the most part, you're in front of either a computer or for us that do drawing and stuff like that or lettering or calligraphy, you're just constantly in front of a desk. You're sitting down. So I, I would go outside and go for a run. Um, so what would you say, like, is, is, is next for Young Hay? What's, what's in the horizon? What's next? Um, I guess like there's just so many things that's on my to-do list. I honestly feel like I wish I had more time. Mm. Um, there's just, I just feel like so many people are interested in learning how to flourish. I mean, I, I do feel like my passion is in teaching. Um, I mean, I just don't have the time to be the one creating everything. I rather like empower and instruct and, and give people that ability to do that for other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so I love like being able to like help someone through their journey by mm -hmm. by helping them overcome their struggles with calligraphy or creating. Um, so I'm trying to do more products. I, I did launch my copper plate practice pads like last year mm -hmm. and it's been about a year now. And so since then I've sold probably more than a couple thousand. Um, I have it all in Hong Kong as well as two major calligraphy shops and some local shops here. But because of that success, I want I realized that people want more they need more help like with their journey and so I'm just trying to brainstorm what can I do to provide you know more resources or you know I do provide some free ones on my on my blog like guide sheets or templates but in terms of like instructional material I want to be able to uh, produce more of that um, so yeah so what would that look like um I know you're saying you're still working on that but like, what would some of that look like in terms of, because when you say that, I'm picturing you actually giving them your time. And I, I find that very hard for you to have to do that. So what would that look like outside of giving them your time? 
mean like in terms of like if I want to be able to see more products being come? No, I mean like you, you uh, basically you said you wanted to help someone through their journey and help them along the way. Like how are you planning to do that in terms of like like not including giving them your time? I'm just curious. Well, I feel like with my online classes, mm -hmm. a lot of time is required in the setup and mm -hmm. the beginning and the prep work. But once like you have that like structure set, I feel like in terms of like just opening up to students and being able to answer questions, the time commitment is not as big. I feel like the bulk of the time is being consumed in the prep preparation of the course. Okay. Even with my products too. I mean, right now all I do is ship it out, mm -hmm. but in terms of actually creating the product, it's the, a lot of the time went into just designing it. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay, makes sense, makes sense. So, <clears throat> any what what milestone are you planning to hit in twenty eighteen? Twenty eighteen, um, I'm working on like my next online course, which is more for like the intermediate students. So mm -hmm. I have a name for it. That's it, but it's, it's going to be called Fearless Flourishing, mm. and a lot of people have fears about flourishing. They don't know where to, where to put like an extra like oval there or like a little stroke there, and um, and I, I remember like even like when I started my journey, I, I was nervous about knowing where to put the lines, and so that's why I came up with that name. I don't want people to fear trying to flourish their letters because it's so pretty and it's elegant. And so um, I, w I really want to work on that and launch it by hopefully early spring or late spring is my goal for 2018 along with like calligraphy kits or on the back back burner, maybe consider um, even thinking about like writing a book or mm. instructional like um, something where I can um, give inspiration to people. I can have like a collection of my work as well as the first portion being more of like an instructional, you know, uh, manual. So I always have like these random thoughts in my mind, but those are those are like big things. Yeah, the book would be a big thing. I don't know about 2018, but um, my next big project would be the Fearless Flourishing like online course. Awesome! Wow, man, you have a you have a lot going on, and I mean. I'll, I'll, I mean, I like, this is our first time actually interacting face-to-face, -face, but I've followed you on Instagram, and I just like the way how you go about doing your thing, and it's very elegant, and you kind of, talking to you now, it, it all makes sense. It all makes sense in, in how you approach and how you do things, and I really enjoy it. Um, so what advice would you have for creatives out there? Someone who's trying to either build a platform or just getting to get into um, lettering or calligraphy? What, what advice would you have for them? Well, I always tell my students that it's really important for them to enjoy the whole journey. Um, I have students who are like perfectionists like myself, and a lot of perfectionists, they just focus on the negatives, you know, and they focus on their mistakes, and they focus on how that stroke didn't look perfect. And... You know, at the end of the day, I mean, this whole art is just a never-ending opportunity to learn and grow. And so I feel like if you're so fixated on the result that you want, then you miss out on the joy of learning and growing and, and just developing as a person. I feel like 
you know, what I was interested in like a, like three years ago is not what I'm interested in. Like, I mean, some of it did stay the same, but now I'm like exploring painting. I want to learn like other things that I like meet people and then all of a sudden I get inspired to want to learn that. And so um, I always like tell my students, just enjoy um, the journey and celebrate the progress that you made because um, Anyways, like when you're practicing what you do and put out like today, it's going to be better than what you did like a year ago or like a month ago. And so there's always something to celebrate um, in your journey. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that would be one. And then the second thing would be um, to take breaks. Um, I feel like as an artist, we have that pressure to produce, right? And we want to – we have this kind of like expectation on ourselves to want to – come out with like a new innovative idea or or um, something that no one has ever tried before but really like everything has been tried so, <laughs> so I mean, true so it's just like pointless to some degree but um so there are seasons where i feel like i go through like these winter seasons where i'm feeling dry i'm not motivated but rather than scrolling through instagram and wasting hours and sleep on just seeing what other people are doing i i rather just like shut off like social media and then um you know be with my kids and like enjoy life and get out and, and like have conversations and you know be able to see things beyond what's right in front of me and I feel like when you start looking at things around you you actually get re-motivated and inspired to want to do something you know and create and so I think it's important for everyone to um, take breaks you know, regularly, um, and do something that is completely not art related. It could be just like reading a random book or watching like a, like a movie, you know, with your friends, but it's just something just that will make you happy and want to be able to, um, like go to your desk and, and write something, a quote or something that you've seen or heard or read. So those would be two things. Yeah. Well, Young Hey, I really appreciate you coming on. I mean, I enjoy this conversation and I love everything you're doing and I just want to tell you to keep 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 going. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, and I will definitely keep in touch and I hope you do too. But um for now, I'm going to let you go. Okay. Um thanks again for coming on. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at dpcreates on Instagram or Twitter. And please leave me a review on iTunes because that helps the podcast to grow. Thanks again. Be blessed.